This is On The Radar, episode number 37, coming at you with always local sports, national sports, and pop culture. This is me, Radar, as your host as always, and I can't believe we've now done 37 episodes. We're getting pretty close to the 40 mark, and before you know it, we'll get to the 50 mark. And with COVID affecting the world of sports and pop culture, which movies, sets, shut down, television shows not fitting their seasons or making the new season for shows... UFC's in their fight island, soccer has been played overseas, golf and tennis have played, NASCAR has been having their races, boxing, besides from UFC and overseas, they've been playing baseball, that we've been just going over what's happened in the world of the with COVID, that Seth Rogen and Adam, Evan Goldberg want to reboot TMNT into a movie. Now, I'm just like, we got the 90s one, then we had the... Uh, the mid 2000s TMNT, you know, that was animated, and then we got the live action one that was real recent, and they didn't really look like turtles or something. Now you're gonna want to remake it again after Nickelodeon failed to make a live action, I mean, an animated TV show. You've done three TV shows, and now you're gonna do another set of movies that are live action. And with those guys, I don't know. I don't want it to be a stoner film, so I don't really know if I want them to do that. They did a good job at adapting Preacher to television, but I don't know if they're gonna do TMNT correctly. Larry David has said they're going to come back for an HBO with season 11 of Kirby Enthusiasm. When it first was off the air, because it was on for a long time, I had watched every season on DVD. I have not watched any of the new seasons because it's too much to go and make sure the library has the current season because who's going to really pay for HBO? Now, another reboot. Comedy Central wants to reboot Beavis and Butthead for the younger people. People remember it as more of a pop culture thing, a cult following thing, but it was pretty stupid, and it's not something that, oh my god, that people are clamoring to be remade, it's not like it's Superman, Batman, Fred Flintstone, Spider-Man, you know, Yogi Bear, something that is iconic, and let's remake this, no, Beavis and Butthead is not that exciting or classic that we need to remake it, now the White Sox are supposed to face the Yankees for the game of field, I mean, field of dreams game in Iowa on the cornfield, but due to COVID and traveling, it's going to be them versus the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, basketball news. The Rockets brought in Luke Mute. used to play for them a while ago because Thomas Avalosha decided to opt out. Bomani Jones at ESPN. He's staying at ESPN for a multi-year deal. And he'll be on a highly questionable around the horn more often because when he did high noon, he wasn't on around the horn as whatsoever, really. And he was barely on highly questionable because that's where he made the move from Miami to New York. Now, I don't know if he's going to stay living in New York or he's going to go back to North Carolina, he's going to go to Texas, or he's going to go to Atlanta, or he's going to go back to the warm weather of Miami because if I were him, I would choose, hey, hey, I'm going to move back to Miami. That would be where you want to move and not New York. But yeah, that's the thing. Like His radio, his sometimes his journalism is very needed on the topic, so glad they can hold, keep hold of him. Zion Williamson is going to be one of the alternative covers of New Cake 2K21. As they stated last week, Damian Lillard's going to be the main cover athlete, and Kobe Bryant's going to be like the special tribute one. Now Zion, he played like less than he played so many so little games this year that I don't think he deserves a cover. If you're going to pick a young guy, you got to pick maybe Luka Doncic. You got to pick Trey Young. Got to pick somebody who Jason Tatum's not him. I don't understand it. He's it's too much right now. Inside the NBA, he's going to come back this month, so everybody should be happy about that. Due to COVID, coaches like Lionel Hollins is going to be out due to health concerns. And Eric Young Sr. is another baseball coach who's going to be out as well. 
and Brad Mills, the, red, the, the bench coach of the Indians. Now, the NFL is going to reduce two preseason games, and the Bills said even if they allow fans in other ball stadiums, they're not going to allow fans. So all the Bills fans out there, I'm sorry you won't be able to attend your game, and it's good that they're reducing the preseason. But that just means rookies and players that sign with new teams, if you have less preseason games, you're not going to get acclimated. So Cam Newton signing and the other teams who got themselves quarterbacks is going to be a little bit difficult if you have less preseason games. Now Toronto and Edmonton are going to be the hub cities and the goal is to play three games per day in each city and Edmonton's going to actually have the Stanley Cup in the conference finals. The Hawks are the Atlanta Hawks in Georgia are turning their into the largest ever voting center, which is good. And for NBA players who missed the the you know who missed the test can't travel to Orlando and if so you got to take the test or you're not going to be able to come. That's simple. Mahershala Ali is going to play this boxer named Jack Johnson in an HBO documentary. Zachary Levi is going to be playing Kurt Warner in American, you know, in American, like in a biopic about like an un, you know, like an American story of oh the guy was bagging groceries, played Canadian football, or whatever, read a football, that sort of thing. And I can see Zachary Levi playing Kurt Warner. You know, Zachary Levi looks young for his age because Kurt Warner is now pretty old, so it's interesting. And Maya Moore, who stopped playing WNBA in the middle of her career, who had won all those college championships and Olympic gold medals and WNBA championships and is one of the equivalents of one of the greatest players no matter what gender, the man that she was fighting so hard to get out of prison was released, so that's good to know. There's been nine more NBA positive tests. The Clippers, the Bucks, and have closer facilities. Landry Shamerts is one of the latest NBA players. So that's a blow for the Clippers if he's unable to play because he's a good, you know, guard role player. Yeah, the NFL is going to play lift every voice and sing before every game, for every first game of the season. That's fine by me. If you want to sing... The National Anthem, go ahead. If you don't want to sing the National Anthem, you want to sing a different song, you want to sing America the Beautiful, because in hockey, they do O Canada, O Canada. I got no problem with them singing whatever they want. And this year, there will be no MLB All-Star Game because it's only 60 games. Maybe they do a charity All-Star Game at the end of the season in like a neutral site, a warm site, and then maybe some fans can come in either way, and they could do that. I assume there weren't going to be a home run derby, which is something that I've been seeing pretty much every year of my life nor the Celebrity Softball and Legends game. But no, no All-Star game? Uh, that is crazy. Now, Tyson Ross is the latest baseball player, and Wellington Castillo, and David Price, and King Felix, and Nick Markakis. I was really, really hoping that King Felix would play for the Braves this year, slide to the fifth spot behind Cole Hamels, Mike Fultonevich, and the two young pitchers they had last year, Fried and Soroka, that pitched really well. So you get a combination of really young, Somewhat young, and then two veterans have done it before. Because if he proved himself that he was healthy, if he looked Hernandez, he couldn't got himself probably a multi-year deal after this. And he was well on his way to a Hall of Fame career, but injuries the past couple of years have pretty much ruined any chance of that. Nick Markick, on the other hand, as I've stated before, with the likes of Ryan Zimmerman and Ian Desmond to name somehow, this was going to help them with the shortened season and having a DH because they get more bats. For Atlanta Braves... It was, okay, you sign Marcel Zuna to play left field, and Enciarte is back in center field, and you want Acuna to play his best position, which is right field. That left Adam Duvall and Nick Markakis to be backups who don't really have somewhere to play. And I was like, yeah, Markakis is going to DH some days a week, and that's going to help them out. Now then, with Markakis, you know, opting out, 
that leaves the door open for Adam Duval to get as many bats as DH as possible. Maybe you DH your Marcelo Zuna a couple days. You keep Freddie Freeman fresh. You can DH Travis Darno a bit because he's not the world's greatest defensive catcher. That was what I was thinking, too. David Price, on the other hand, the Dodgers were looking forward to getting him. Yeah, they want a Mookie Betts, and they want the contracts to work out. But Clayton Kershaw, Walker Bueller, and potentially Urias and all these other guys, and kept, you know, you were like, okay, because you traded Maeda, and Ryu left you, and Richel left you. So you're going to go, not in terms of quality, but, con- you know, how many guys you got. Now, I'm not having David Price. This means Ross Stripling has a better chance of being in this rotation, or Goslin. Or the other guys, but they were looking for that. The Nationals really didn't care about Wellington Castillo because they had like three or four catchers. And Tyson Ross, you're already a free agent. And as I said it before, man, you would just take your brother's spot. Now the two of them are going to sit out. So look for next year for him. Now due to injuries, Jose Quintana's got a thumb injury. And that's not good for the Cubs because they need all the pitching they can get. Because Cole Hamels left them. Now 38 COVID players have tested for COVID out of the out of the players and staff in the NHL, so not that bad. 38's not bad for the couple hundreds. Now, Victor Oladipo and Marv Albert, they're not going to be in this. Oladipo and Bradley Beal don't want to rush back from injury and play. Marv Albert's old, so I understand what he's doing. And unfortunately, in sad news, Hugh Downs dies in 99 broadcaster. Guinness World Record, tonight show, t- tonight was a person show, NBC News, you know, game shows, ABC News, PBS, he, he passed away at 99, there are all these baseball players who tested positive, you had, you had Jesus Lazardo, Brad Keller, Ryan O'Hearn, Luis Urias, Angel, per- uh, Angel Perdomo, you had Wellington Astadulo, Brett Martin, Delano De Shields Jr., Tommy Pham, Luis Badero, Freddie Freeman, Picasma, Tuki Toussaint, Will Smith, Salvador Perez, some Red Sox pitchers. Bregman signed with Scott Boris, but that's another story. But yeah, so Eduardo Rodriguez, some more Red Sox players, Luis Sessa, Aaron Nola, Adam Halsey, Kristen Benincourt, Genesis Cabrera, you know, Soccer's Brito, a couple Pirates players, a couple of more Diamondbacks and Pirates players, some Marlins, some Mariners, two White Sox undisclosed. You know, Junior Guerra, Silver Bacho, the Diamondbacks, Seth Beer, Joey Gallo, Tommy Pham, as I said. And uh, rest in peace to black actor Earl Campbell, 102 years old. He broke the color barrier in ways on British comedy. Being in Doctor Who, The Prisoner, Blue Bloods, not Blue Bloods, it's Nick, yeah, and unfortunately Nick Cordero, who was on Blue Bloods and famous for Broadway past the age of 41 due to COVID, so we lost two legendary people and a person too soon. CP3 said he's going to make a documentary about the shutdown of the COVID while people and athletes were doing that. Okay, everybody wants to make documentaries now. Rest in peace, Adrian Den, who passed away 68, former Rangers and Texas player. Who had battled tongue cancer and brain cancer before succumbed to cancer? Brandon Geyer, former, you know, Rays and Indians player, retired at 34. I thought maybe he could still bounce around as a backup outfielder. And football news: Patrick Mahomes signed like a 40, 400 million dollar plus deal for 10 years. That's interesting. Let's 
excuse me, 35 of the NHL players did that as well. Mahomes had two years left on his deal. So for 10 years, he's going to be 37, let's say 36. That's a pretty good deal for them because the market keeps going up and you want to get more and more money. They locked him down, and that's pretty good. And it comes to Broadway in general, that we talked about, Nick Cordero passing away. Broadway said they're not going to probably come back to the middle of 2020. So for people that want to go see Broadway, they won't be able to see it. Mike Shanahan is going to be elected to the Broncos Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. Dwight Howard is going to play. There was a question that he wasn't going to play. And he's going to donate his salary to a good cause. Durant made a huge million-dollar investment. You know, and Postmates out that Uber bought it out, so that's pretty good for him. Usain Bolt had a daughter named Olympia Lightning Bolt. That's pretty cool because he rules the Olympics, and her name is Lightning Bolt as well. Now, the Dodgers have lost Jimmy Nelson to back surgery. They were hoping that between him and Alex Wood, whoever's healthy, would help out in the rotation. The Indians went and signed David Hernandez, Jake Elmore. If he's healthy, David Hernandez, and he has been pretty consistent over his career, that helped the Indians' bullpen. Elmore's just organizational depth. And the Dodgers signed Andrew Ramos, who didn't pitch all of 2019 due to getting surgery in 2018. So if he's anywhere near, he was as a closer for the Marlins or the Mets. Dodgers get themselves another former closer like they got with Blake Trinan and to pair with Joe Kelly. So if you've got Blake Trinan, Joe Kelly, and A.J. Ramos, just that average peak with Kel- Kenley Jansen, that's a pretty good four-man bullpen for the Dodgers as well. Now, for a complete list of players who have tested positive for COVID-19, if I missed anybody in baseball, check out my blog and on the radar, I mean on the radar entertainment blog. You could see I have posted everybody in football, basketball, and baseball who tested positive for it in NASCAR. Jimmy Johnson did as well. If anybody famous did it, you'll see it on there as well. Now, Council of Dads. You know, it ended, you know, sad where, you know, the main the main council of dad father, you know, Clive Clive Owen, who's from Taken and some other stuff. He comes back from his Vegas thing and said he wants to stay there, work at the Crab Shack. Crab Shack got ruined by the storm. He wants to train the son, you know, you, you know, his friend's son in culinary arts. The the oldest daughter, the article came out and everybody saw that it wasn't a real father. They're going to have to figure that out if the show was coming back. You know, her husband and hers are getting paid for the houses. The other father, the older one, he realizes his relationship with his, you know, daughter is not going to ever change. He's not going to have a relationship with his granddaughter. And he feels bad for selling it to this major company. And they're just going to knock it down for condominiums now that it's destroyed. And it's really sad to see the ending where he's at a bar where he's been sober for a good amount of years because the main character who passed away, he was the his sponsor, and everybody's calling to see where he is. The other, the other council of dad, they adopted a kid, find out he doesn't have this disease, so they all, it all worked out for them. Him and his husband are a good pages and a good thing. The main character's wife, she's in a nice relationship where they admit that they love each other. So they kind of left some things on the table with the culinary father. They kind of closed the door with the doctor father and the council of dads because they have, he and his husband are good. The child's healthy. The mother, the, the single mother, she's, got a, she's in a good relationship. It's really the, the culinary guy where he's got to feel like 
even though it's biologically his daughter, it's not his daughter. Kind of left them. He wants to train the son, you know, the his friend's son, that sort of thing. But what you're leaving it out is the older guy who can't, who realizes his daughter doesn't want a relationship with him, so it means he's no relationship with his actual granddaughter, and he and he's gonna ruin his Scott's memory by having this crab shack not fixed and sold to become condo, and then he's gonna drink. I don't know if they were supposed to get more than 10 episodes, but 10 is really what I've seen NBC do for the most part. And I knew it wasn't going to be renewed, so it's just going to end that cliffhanger. I saw that coming. Now, CW, as I've said it before, they have renewed pretty much every single show possible. The 100, ending this year, Supernatural, even though it got delayed, it's still, when they're able to finish filming the season, it's ending. And Arrow ended this year as well. Now, CW doesn't, like to cancel any shows because they want to make everybody happy. I'd rather a comp- uh, station just keep canceling new show after new show or shows after a couple of years because they, they're not doing well in the ratings. That's totally fine by me. But for you to go, I'm going to renew every single show we have when you're already in a flawed situation because you're on your third channel. There's one thing when you're on WGN Channel 9 that you had the news on at 9, even though CBS, NBC, and ABC did the news at 10 o'clock. Didn't have to be at 9 o'clock, especially when you move to what was formerly known as UPN, which WGN bought out as a rerun station. Now you're on WCAU's original station, and WCAU moved to the U2, their secondary station, because, you know, WGN, MeTV, all these people are kind of all connected in a way that, again, you're on your second cable, I mean, your broadcast rerun station, that cable station, so you could have three hours of programming, because then shows like The 100 over the years, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Jane the Virgin, Etc. Etc. I Zombie don't have to only be on for I don't know 10 to 12 maybe 13 episodes at most. You could do what the other three stations do, where you have your shows on 22 episodes, and then you sometimes when those end, like The Good Doctor and ABC end, you show a new show in the spring beginning of summer. Same thing with NBC. You can show something when they show you know they'll show some dramas when This Is Us ends. CBS, as I said, when the you know when their show gets 22 episodes, like. Young Sheldon usually does, or Mom does, or The Neighborhood, they then slot in a new half-hour sitcom, and that goes on for a good amount of episodes. Those are things you could do, CW, where you get you most of your shows get about 15 to 20 episodes, maybe 22, and if they end in April or May, you can then show something new in May through July, and you can still get double-digit episodes at that end. So the fans of the shows can actually get a full season off the wait, because some fans are pissed where, oh, I'm specifically going to have Flash and Arrow and Supergirl and Supernatural. They get full 22. And then we decide Batwoman, the new show. Legends, a new show, newer show in the past couple of years. You know, then we got Black Lightning got almost 20 in the first couple of years. It's not this year. It's another story. Riverdale, Nancy Drew, we want them to have 22 episodes. You also feel like, oh, Dynasty reboot, Charm reboot, Legacy, which is a spinoff. Those all needed, you know full 22 episodes. Then there was other shows I stated before, they don't get full amount of episodes. Shows that started in the spring, like Rosalind, New Mexico, The 100, you know, that sort of thing. Like Those are shows like, okay, All-American gets a limited release, which is fine, but it definitely could have more episodes. It's not like, oh my god, it's going to ruin it. That sort of thing. Because then, the new show, Stargirl, which got renewed, I knew, yeah, that was going to be renewed because A, they don't cancel things, and of course, they're not going to cancel superhero shows. Now, that show, like Supergirl, Flash, Black Lightning, Legends of Tomorrow, and Batwoman, 
all can give get 20, 18 to 22 episodes. They're all worthwhile. You're not going to like ruin it by that because that's usually what you do with prime time with superhero shows. So that is good. It's being renewed. Stargirl's coming back. I was right about that. What I'm upset about is Katie Keene not renewed. Katie Keene was only supposed to get like, I don't know, 13, more, 13 episodes total. They were given nine more episodes before the season even started. Like, I was like, why'd you renew Legends? Why'd you renew Brazil, New Mexico? Why'd you renew In the Dark? Those three shows that were specifically going to be on in the spring that weren't on yet. Why renew them before the season even started? How do you know if it's going to be a good season? But with And then, but with this thing, they also obviously, after three episodes, this season said, Nancy Drew, Batman, with two pretty good shows, they're going to get a full season order. Now, they both didn't get a full season, but that was after three episodes because they had confidence in it because they at least had something to work with. It's... Katie Keene, where the show the show hasn't even started, and they push Supernatural on Monday night. They push Black Lightning and All American out of the way with a limited amount of episodes, so that they could show the new show Katie Keene, this Riverdale spinoff, the world of Archie Comics, where Sabrina the Sabrina new show was on Netflix. It's a dark tone show. Nancy Drew's a little dark. Riverdale's kind of dark, and they don't have real like problems. They're like over the top, people dying, and all that other stuff. With Katie Keene, it was simply four people plus their boyfriends or girlfriends or other characters are just trying to make it fashion designer, entrepreneur, musician, you know, singer, dancer. Like, you're just trying to make it out there, living in one of the most expensive places to live where four people are living in one building. And it was lighthearted. You got special guest stars like Josie's mother coming to town, Kevin, Kevin the gay guy from Riverdale coming to town. Showing Hiram Lodge, you know, Veronica's father. It was good, like, bringing other characters. And there's a character, and there's a veteran actor who I saw in Elena Vegas who plays stereotypical older black gentleman. He was also playing a stereotypical older black gentleman that worked with Katie. I thought it was very good. I liked the show. It was a little bit too, you know, girly, but that's CW, a little bit drama-ish, but, you know, that's CW. It was very LGBT-friendly because one character was bisexual and the other character was a gay guy who did drag. So it was very PC, the show, you know, having a black person and a Hispanic person. It was very, you know, diverse in the show. Now, I was like, you know what? They're not going to cancel it because it's CW and they don't cancel things. They're not going to cancel it because they're given an additional nine episodes. And even though they weren't able to film those nine episodes, it's a Riverdale spinoff. It's a lighthearted Riverdale thing. It's part of that teen drama thing they have with Charmed, Legacies, All-American, and it's Drew. That, yeah, if they're pretty much renewing everything, they might as well not. Because, listen, the show In the Dark, I didn't get to tell you about it when it came out last spring. But it was one of the worst shows I ever watched. Nothing about the show was redeeming. None of the characters were redeeming. The main character is a jerk, okay? Doesn't care about anybody else. Just they're blind, but who cares? And I thought, okay, I'm going to watch it for the first full season and go, hmm. She figured out who murdered her friend. That's it. They had to make up some whole other weird thing for them to have a season two. And because they were renewed for season three, it doesn't matter how bad the episodes were this year, how over the top and outrageous they were, and how stupid they got, it's coming back. Rosalind, New Mexico, at least, as alien science and science fiction. Yeah, there's teen drama and romance and all that crap, but there's science fiction. There's law enforcement. It's not the worst show I ever watched, but it was okay but I felt both those shows that were on last year, eh, they don't deserve to come back. And as I said, nobody needs a Dynasty or a Charmed remake or a spinoff of a Legacy show. 
those three things along with In the Dark and Rosalind New Mexico are shows that I go, really, you're going to keep renewing and bringing these shows back. Nobody asked for these remakes or spinoffs and whatnot. Katie Keene, not super inappropriate, not dark and morbid. There are redeeming characters. Katie Keene's a good character. Okay, Josie's in the Pussycat character. She's got a redeeming quality. The parents of, you know, Jorge's got redeeming qualities. You know, I don't like his brother who's Adrian Chase, you know, like the bad guy from Arrow. But, like, the show had a lot of heart to it. They did sing a lot, like Riverdale 2, which I'm not a huge fan of. But that's one of those shows where you say to yourself, you know what? CW doesn't cancel. They don't can't. They don't want to. They like to expand the Archie world of you know teen drama. They have a lot of crappy shows on their network that they continue to keep on the air. And I'm gonna say that Legends is not that good of a quality show. It's, it hasn't been good in years. Flash, they've run out of things to do. Supergirls also run out of things to do as well. That is why it's like, mm, how can you renew that show? I don't uh, not renew Katie Keene. I don't understand what's going on. Maybe Netflix will pick it up, but as also, I'm not going to go run out and start watching it if Netflix picks it up, because I never did that with Lucifer, Designated Survivor, or, or, or Marlin. Like, I didn't go running out of my way to watch those programs. But yeah, it's a head-scratcher that you cancel a show that is lighthearted, redeeming characters, upbeat, bright, color, good characters, good supporting cast. The characters are redeeming. I don't really find anybody in the dark to be redeeming. And I wasn't going to watch the remakes of Dynasty or Charmed if I never watched the original. I don't have any interest. And I never watched the original, so I wasn't going to watch the Legacy the show. Now, I never watched Jane the Virgin or iZombie or My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. But maybe those shows were definitely better quality than In the Dark. That's what I don't understand. And the reason I'm still watching In the Dark is because during COVID, I didn't get all the shows that were supposed to be on. Didn't get full seasons of the shows they're supposed to be on, and then the new shows weren't on either. So that's the main reason I started watching it. But yeah, I don't get. I don't feel bad. I feel bad for the the main actress of Katie Keene because she's been in other programs before, where she has only gotten one season. So I feel bad for her. So. That's the thing, like Lucy Hale. She has been in multiple shows before that have been canceled. So she was on a show called Life Sentence. That got one year. That was also on CW. So the only thing that she's had in her in her life that's gone for a while was she was on Pretty Little Liars as the main role. So that was her one show. But ever, she's had two shows so far be canceled. She was in the show Privilege. That didn't last that long as well. Now, the woman who plays Josie, Ashley Ashley Murray, she's still going to be in the current seasons of Riverdale, I think. If not, they wrote her out of the show, then that's not good for her. Now, as I said, I want somebody to pick up the show because I feel like it's a good thing. So that's what I'm saying. It's just annoying. And the reason why they renew, they didn't renew it because they said themselves, oh, the viewership wasn't good in terms of 
the, the playbacks, like DVR playbacks, or the Netflix contract that they have with CW, where everybody's able to watch the seasons when they're over, and they're able to watch it. So they're saying that, you know what? It's not really doing that well in the viewerships, and I was told now the CW Netflix, their contract has been canceled, so many of the shows are not going to Netflix after their season. Instead, they're going to go to a different streamer. Since it was a direct spinoff from Riverdale, most of the audience is on Netflix. The show wasn't introduced to f- familiar viewers, so that's how it got affected, because it wasn't on there. So. so, maybe Netflix will pick it up even if the CW and them canceled that deal where shows come on afterwards. Because for all the people who started watching Riverdale, All-American, and all these other shows go, I love these shows. Well, if they cancel the contract with Netflix, it's not going to be on there. So, just a reminder, Radar4428, long-form articles. I just came out with a new music review of All Time Low's new album, Wake Up Sunshine. It's a lot better than the last one. It's their similar style of music. Like or follow me on the Radar Entertainment blog on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter, Radar4428 where I do retweet about sports, give my opinion about TV shows or movies sometimes, and I'm watching them. Watch out for my YouTube videos on, on, on the radar. Subscribe as I review and, and make observations about movies. And as always, Apple, Google, and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, and Anchor.com if you want to donate to my podcast to help pay for the funds because I plan on buying a, mic- a professional microphone and an editing program soon. Thanks for listening to episode number 37 of On The Radar podcast and always we talk about local national sports and pop culture see you guys next time thanks for listening see thanks for tuning in and this was on the radar